Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. One down, one to go. Well, maybe two. Samuel Otis Brenton. Apparently, we don't know when Sam Brenton was born. It says here on his bio, 1986-1987. So somewhere in there is when he was born. You remember Sam. He served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy. He served that uh, office from June to December of 2022. So, he he got a lot done so you remember sam as he was uh, stealing luggage around the country and uh he has a case uh in vegas two cases pending against him one of them is now over the case in las vegas uh he uh and i say he because he uses the pronouns they them and all through the story it keeps saying they and it drives me insane because the they is actually he but We'll see if we can figure it out. Okay, so he was uh, charged with lifting a woman's suitcase in Las Vegas at Harry Reid International Airport in July of 2022. So he is, he'd already taken office at that point. Now, he, has, uh, he pleaded no contest to the theft. He got a 180-day suspended jail sentence. I told you that. He, I told you when this first happened, there's no way he spends jail time. No way. I'm sorry. It's no. There's no way they spend jail time. It's just not. It just wasn't going to happen. So the part of the plea deal was that he's charged with a misdemeanor instead of a felony. The judge ordered them to pay three thousand six hundred and seventy dollars and seventy four cents in restitution for the stolen luggage, which contained jewelry, clothing, and makeup, and that was all caught on video we've seen it all now uh there are another couple occasions on the other time he was uh he's only charged with one of the two other occasions that we know of right because we have the houston fashion designer that says she believes brenton uh stole luggage from her because he was posing with her clothes on (laughs) i mean they were posing with her clothes on sorry Sorry, Sam. And so now we still have the um, baggage issue and the case in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And if you think that he didn't get any jail time in Vegas, I'm sorry. If you think they didn't get any jail time in Vegas, for sure they are not going to get jail time in Minneapolis, St. Paul. That just is not going to happen. Uh, so uh, one down one to go maybe two but I mean the deal is done and they are still walking around welcome welcome to Chewing the Fat sometimes you think to yourself man you know like okay so Sam Britton they got a you know suspended sentence or whatever and he's got 120 days probation he's got to pay a fine well there's a man in texas in lubbock texas who was just sentenced to 70 years in prison (laughs) that seems like a long time to me i don't know for you but it does it seems like a long time to me 70 years in prison and you know look if he was a horrible guy okay good for him did he murder someone well 
He may as well have. He may as well have. So he was arrested in May of 2022 for domestic violence after a victim flagged down an officer in Northeast Lubbock. Okay, so the victim or the the accuser that said he was beating her flagged down the police and um he the victim told the police that he had hit her several times and that he had a gun okay uh, the firearm that he had was an airsoft gun all right the police report at the time stated that the victim had multiple visible injuries on her face okay so uh he was upset that's when uh he they took him into custody they tried to take him into custody so they threw him in the back of the police car and he started kicking at the doors inside the vehicle and that we've seen that i mean that happens a lot uh when people are arrested so the officers you know opened the door to tell him to stop he spit at both officers you bastard you bastard he spit at both officers and these are lubbock police officers so they don't want none of that you don't want none of that in lubbock texas my friend all right especially in lukenbach but this is lubbock no i'm sorry wrong song so uh he kept spitting after he arrived at the lubbock county detention center (laughs) so during the closing arguments of the sentencing phase of his trial the prosecutor asked the jury to consider a number that would send a message to pearson and society now pearson had prior convictions of aggravated robbery robbery and continuous family violence i will say that i was on the jury that i was on uh where we put a guy where we found the guy guilty they didn't tell us any of the priors uh, until after you know the sentencing when we had already found him guilty of the crime that we were the jury for i stuck around for the sentencing and that's when they went through all the priors because had we known all the priors it would have been there would have been no conversation about this guy's guilt at this for this case there's no question if we'd have known that it wouldn't have been well do you think he did it i mean we would have been guilty but we did actually have a conversation because i went into it thinking and i've talked about it before but i I went into this case thinking that okay i'm going to treat it he's not guilty prove to me that he's guilty and they did so i'm surprised so the closing arguments yep he's a criminal and you need to send a message okay so it was a simple misdemeanor that got out of control (laughs) and so i mean he, he for that alone with the prior convictions the minimum sentence I guess was 25 years for prior convictions. So just for this misdemeanor gets him 25 years, but instead he gets 70. (laughs) So here's a good rule of thumb. I'm just going to, I'm going to throw it out there and just remember when you get pulled over and you think to yourself, I'm going to spit at these cops. uh, Just don't do it in Lubbock, Texas. Don't do it. Or you're going away for 70 years. So you ever see a a politician and you think, man, I wish I could move to where they live so I could vote for them. 
well, this is going to convince you to move to California and move to where Representative Katie Porter, who is uh, running for Feinstein's, uh, Diane Feinstein's seat. And by the way, is she still around? Oh, that's right. She's asking to get off. Uh, she's asking to get off her. Uh, uh, what is it? She's suffering. She's not suffering from dementia and craziness. Oh, heaven forbid we mentioned that. No, she's asked to get off the uh, Judiciary Committee because she hasn't been. Uh, she hasn't even been there since March. Hasn't showed up since March, but not because she's crazy and doesn't know where she's at. She's suffering and recovering from shingles. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure, don't worry about doing your job. Ugh. Speaking of senators, where's Mitch McConnell? Where's, 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 where's Mitch? We shipped him out of the hospital. He went to a rehab center. I was told he was leaving the rehab center, going back home. Where has he been? Is he still hobbling around? Uh, and another senator, John Fetterman. Where's John Fetterman at? Where the hell is he at? I was told he was coming back too. Nope, haven't seen him around. What's happening? What's happening? I know they're all suffering from some medical ailment, and I'm not supposed to ask, but I just, I'm just asking, where are they at? So anyway, back to uh, Katie Porter, uh, who's running for Diane's seat and who's a California representative. She apparently is faced with accusations that she runs a toxic workplace, and she's previously been accused of being abusive toward her ex-husband and to her kids, according to the divorce records. <laughs> That's a good person. It makes you want to vote for him. It does. I'm glad they're in politics. <laughs> so her ex said in court filings uh, about, well, this is happened 10 years ago in the divorce, said that the enraged congresswoman once smashed a glass coffee pot on the counter because she didn't believe their house was clean enough. Well, clean it up then, you lazy bastard. (laughs) Who among us hasn't broken something in the kitchen? Pissed when you get home that the house is not as clean as it should be. She she also dumped, or I'm sorry, he accused her. All right, we're we're saying that this isn't, we, we don't know if it's true or not. Uh, he accused her of dumping a bowl of steaming mashed potatoes on his head, <laughs> burning his scalp. Okay, that's not funny. It's a scalp, not his scalp. His scalp, I think, is fine. Whew, he's lucky. You don't want to mess with the scalp. Anyway, and he said she frequently accused him of being an effing idiot and an effing incompetent. <laughs> Man, there is nothing like love. And uh, you want it makes me want to vote for this person. She also would not let him have a cell phone because she said you're too f- <laughs> you're I, I want to say the word. I want to say the word. This is so good. I'm not letting you have a cell phone because you're too f- dumb to operate it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I let a couple of effing idiot and effing incompetent, but I had to say it. <laughs> but I like you're not letting your husband have a cell phone. No, he's too f-ing dumb. I can't. I can't. He's just. 
That is outstanding. She also used to throw toys and books and other objects when she got angry. Man, do I want to vote for her. I do want to work for her. (laughs) So apparently now her staff has said that this is not true. All right. Her staff. Now, I thought she was being abusive to her staff, too. Um, But there was child custody evaluations going on. And, you know, there was... uh, it's questionable some of the stuff but there's some stuff uh redacted in some of these reports so uh he said the hubby said that uh i don't recall stating i regretted making the allegations but again it's been a long time okay so the campaign porter's campaign for senate said that hubby had retracted his statement but hubby said um no um i don't recall stating that i regretted making the allegations (laughs) but it's been a long time so uh they're just trying to distance themselves so it did absolutely happen they were just hoping that we weren't talking about it so if you live in california and you have an opportunity to vote for katie perry Katie, no not katie perry katie perry's the singer Jesus, you could vote for Katy Perry would be much better. I'd vote for her. Representative Katie Porter, Katie Porter in California, who also uh, apparently has trashed the police department uh, after her live-in mail now uh, assaulted a protester at uh, one of the town hall events that they were at. So good times, good times for her. Now, I want to know exactly where her seat is. It's in Irvine. Okay, so she it's the California's 47th Congressional District, which is Irvine, uh, California, which is where the assault happened from her live-in mail. Anyway, uh, she's running for Senate, and uh, man, you could not vote for a better person than Katy Perry. I keep calling her Carrie, Katy Perry, and I want to apologize to katie perry because katie would not throw steaming hot mashed potatoes on hubby's has on hubby's head that i'm aware of i don't know i mean i guess it could happen i don't know that katie lets her husband have a phone because he's just too <laughs> stupid <laughs> if your spouse won't let you have a cell phone because you're too stupid it might be time to leave i'm just gonna gonna throw that out there you may want to just leave right then (laughs) that is awesome man do i want to vote for her she needs to be in the united states senate all right all right all right i don't even want to get in to what she told some of her staffers it's awesome it's awesome let's go to the break room man if i i need something cold to drink desperately all right i gotta thank uh, american pride roasters uh aprcoffee.com for sending me a big bag of uh, chewing the fat coffee uh the big guy blend thank you very much and they also sent along a nice letter um 
Very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, they had everything uh, pretty much destroyed and, because of a tornado. Uh, I don't know, a year, two years now. I mean, they've been struggling for quite some time with it. And uh, they are just now getting back on their feet. So if you want some great coffee, uh, you can go to aprcoffee.com. aprcoffee.com. And you can, I don't know if you can order the special Chewing the Fat Big Guy Blend. But, uh, you know, go ahead. Give it a shot. See if the American Pride Roasters Chewing the Fat Big Guy Blend is for you. Okay. Uh, it's got that one side of the bag has the chewing the fat logo with uh, my fat face on a steak and then the other side of the bag is the uh, uh, chewing the fat big guy blend with my chewing the fat picture with my hands over my mouth uh, with American Pride Roasters presents so yeah you go ahead and get that aprcoffee.com just the other day we were talking about Walmart and Walmart fashion well, uh, and Walmart considering themselves uh, uh, fashion, right, with their fashion line. Well, um, I guess they're going to sell off the menswear brand Bonobos, right, B-O-N-O-B-O-S, uh, at a steep loss. They bought that a few years ago, about five years ago, for $310 million. Yesterday, it said it was selling it off for $75 million to express and brand management firm WHP Global. Um, According to their spokesperson, Walmart's push into fashion has not gone as planned. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, good luck. I mean, they're, they're throwing in the towel on the old Bonobos. Uh, brand so that's a shame that is a shame i see where uh everybody's saying that uh you know climate change is uh, affecting the globe and south florida was hit with uh a bunch of rain uh wednesday night uh causing widespread flooding and shutting down schools uh the airport fort lauderdale airport was shut down it's a once in a 1000 year rainfall 20 inches within six hours uh that seems like a lot <laughs> that seems like a lot since the 24-hour total of 25.9 inches uh set a record for the rainiest 24 hours in the state's recorded history yeah that seems like a lot although i will say i've been uh, i spent a lot of years in florida and i spent a lot of years driving through flooded streets uh, when, because when it rains, it rains and rains. When I first moved there a hundred years ago, it used to rain every afternoon. Uh, every afternoon, like clockwork, man. You could you, you could count on it raining for you know an hour, two hours, and be done every afternoon. That went away. Uh, I don't remember exactly when that went away, but you just noticed like, hey, uh, it's not raining anymore every afternoon. It's still just a thousand degrees outside. I miss it. I, I miss it. I miss it. So uh, those of you, if you're still suffering from some of that uh, heavy rainfall in South Florida, uh, good luck. God bless. And when you hear uh, Al Gore in the years coming say, fish were swimming in the streets. Yeah, that's what happens when they flood. <laughs> fish from the inland waterway start swimming in the streets. And that's what happens. And speaking of Florida, 
How about them Devil Rays? Oh, how about them? Oh, they're not the Devil Rays anymore? No, Jeff. They're the Rays. Okay. Uh, how about them? How about them Rays? 13-0. and Okay, baby. They win this afternoon. They're 14-0. and They set the new record in Major League Baseball. Think about it, baby. I, I mean, I was there for the very first game of uh, Rays baseball. Well, actually, uh, my dad and my son. Uh, we're at the very first game at the Trop. I was uh, producing the game back at the radio station, so I wasn't actually at the game, but I was there uh, when it first started. And in fact, I remember uh, I've told that story before, where I, I did an interview when the when the St. Pete first got the raise, and uh, the owner, oh, what was his stupid name? Ah, I can't remember the original owner's name. But he was married to a lady that was a twin, and they used to always hang out together. Gosh darn it. Yeah, Vince Namoli. Vince Namoli was their first. So I was working, I was doing an afternoon show in uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, the Rays, or the Tampa Bay got the team, and Vince Namoli was there. Now, Vince Namoli, nice guy. I met him, I've met him you know, multiple times and, and, uh, and all that, but he stutters is vince still alive is vince even still alive i gotta be i don't, know, I don't want to be too mean if he's <laughs> if he's still alive vince namoli did he is he still alive look and see if vince is still alive uh, anyway so uh but he stuttered so i'm doing afternoon drive when well, i'm trying to do a radio show here all right and uh i may have uh done some a couple of stuttering jokes on the day that the rays you know, it was announced that Tampa Bay was going to get the team. And uh, I look up and the, you know, general manager is standing outside the door. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, well, I'll talk to you during the break. No problem. Let me go to break. Hey, Jeff, uh, go easy on the jokes. There's no joking around, okay, about Vince. <laughs> I mean, the man stutters. He knows he stutters. What are we talking yeah, about here? to slow down, Jeffy. Is he still alive? No, he's not. Okay. Rest 2019. Oh, not too long ago. Not too long ago. Oh, we lost him. Oh, no. Oh, darn the luck. Well, rest in peace, Vince. All right. I'm sorry, okay? I didn't mean to make a joke about your stuttering, but I did, actually, because it was funny, and it just wasn't funny to the powers that be. Anyway, congratulations to the Rays as they are 13-0, and today let's hope that they make it 14-0. They played the uh, Blue Jays, so I'm sure that that's the guy that does the other show on this network's what is it the wonderful world of Brigier or stew or whatever he calls it i don't know whatever he calls the stupid show's name uh you know mr blue jays fan mr blue jays canadian baseball star mr i interfered with the game <laughs> i was against the race too that's right it was against the race where he interfered with the game so Hopefully he's not going to be up there tonight messing with the stupid ball game. I'd get him out of the ballpark. So uh, anyway, go race. That's all I'm saying. And I see where we've got NHL and NBA playoffs happening. We found out that uh, we knew that the commanders were up for sale, but uh, they may have been sold $6 billion. Holy cow. And it might actually be like five point. It's not $6 billion, Jeff. It's 5859 Okay. I got you. I got you. I mean, the Denver Broncos sold, what, last year for not even $5 billion. No, you know, I guess four and a half, four, three, something like that. 
the commanders dan snyder's gonna go to the mat for six billion yeah i'd sell too dan everybody wants you out anyway you run the crappiest damn nfl franchise in the league everybody wants you out take the six billion hit the road okay so it was reported yesterday that it was a deal that uh group led by josh josh harris the co-owner of the philadelphia 76ers and the new jersey devils along with uh mitchell rails former starbucks franchise uh, magic johnson uh, so all these guys are in this ownership group it was reported that they the deal was done and then uh, people were like eh, not so fast well, no 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 uh you know these other people over here uh are still in the running too uh bezos is out they were all waiting they were all waiting for him to get in because if bezos gets in it's his it's his team right if jeff says hey i want to buy that team it's his team you just all you just say write a check and it's his team doesn't matter what it is jeff's like no i don't want to i'm not going to pay you eight billion here's six okay fine so it's his team but i have a feeling that he's not buying a franchise because he's got a bigger deal with the nfl and amazon uh, especially when they get when you start talking about uh, the European deals, uh, when they when the NFL starts going international, I think Jeff is working out a better deal than just owning a franchise. And in fact, Jeff may actually come to think of it now that I say it out loud, uh, he may actually be working out deals where he'll be, you know, owning a franchise or two or three in Europe, and it could be the you know the Amazon League in Europe. Oh my gosh, that's probably what's going to happen. Holy cow. Because there's no reason for him not to buy the commanders. He bought the Washington Post. He could own the city. Well, he does anyway, Jeff. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he could just own the whole thing. I mean, $6 billion and Jeff. Bezos spits at $6 billion. Are you kidding me? He, he rides up into space for $6 billion, doesn't even think about it. <laughs> so it was up to him. Now I don't want it. Okay. So they brought in these other groups. So we'll see if the Washington commanders it's interesting that more more when you see the games on tv and the commanders are playing you don't see a lot of commanders t-shirts you do see a lot of those hateful racist redskin shirts though huh weird how that happens So much news coming out of the space world. It is incredible. So we have an asteroid mining startup company uh, ready to go. Astroforge uh, plans to mine asteroids. And they're getting ready to launch their first of two missions. Uh, one of them today. Their main objective is to test the firm's technique of refining platinum from a sample of asteroid-like material. So they have placed a payload on SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, which uh, pre-packed with elements similar to those found in asteroids. So working in Earth's orbit, the Orb Astro-built CubeSat will attempt to vaporize and sort the materials into their elemental components. Really cool. Um, they say that their vehicle, uh, Broker One, aims to demonstrate the company's refining capabilities in the vacuum of space and zero gravity. So 
so cool. Now, one of the things that they plan to do, they intend to target asteroids measuring 20 to 1500 meters. Okay, that's I know you, there's no way to tell how big they are. 66 to 4920 feet. Okay, and instead of landing on them, they're going to break them apart. And from a distance, they're going to collect the val- valuable aggregate materials. <laughs> I want to see that happen. I would love to see the footage of that. So part of their goal of refining platinum group metals or PGMs from asteroids with a goal of cutting down the cost of mining these metals, it also hopes to reduce the massive amount of carbon dioxide emissions that stem from mining rare earth elements. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's for the planet. We don't want to keep digging up the earth, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But I'm not real sure I'm all for blowing up the asteroid and then we're going to collect it do we have a big net there do we have a a giant taiwan fishing net that we're stretching across space to catch the particles and then it goes like we're my I, I, i'd be i'm fascinated to see how that works okay now i know they collaborated with colorado's school of mines and i love the colorado school of mines and uh, so they want uh you know they we'll see we'll see what uh, what they can pull off really really fascinating uh if they can actually pull it off now they also uh in space news we talked about how the astronauts are gonna uh, make their own drugs in space they're testing that we talked about oh so let's see we've got astro forage out there blowing up asteroids and hoping to pick up the debris and then mining the debris right bringing back the debris so that we can you know they can have you know billions of dollars worth of platinum or whatever metals they get from the uh asteroid that they broke up so there's a story and i i mean i could it'll take an hour to get into it but it's talking about how the solar storm took out the fleet of starlink satellites well that gets me to trace uh, space trash Okay, so if Astro Forage can go up and blow up asteroids and get the debris, why can't they use that same technology to go up and collect old satellites, blow them up, take the debris, get them out of the way? Uh, You know, trash forage, whatever. Uh, That needs to happen. And then I see where China is sending up. uh, They're going to go do their own uh, Armageddon. We just we just sent uh, we just sent our spaceship up to alter the trajectory of an asteroid. China is going to launch an impactor spacecraft to alter asteroid trajectory. So China, I mean, they announced that they this is the part of their planetary defense mission to a small near Earth asteroid called two zero one nine VL five. Man, I freaking hate the 2019 vl5 asteroid the vl4 is okay that vl5 man that pisses me off (laughs) oh so they did their presentation at the eighth iaa no not aaa iaa planetary defense conference in vienna last week so man we missed that i gotta go back and look at some of that i bet you they they revealed quite a bit at their uh, at the IAA Planetary Defense Conference in Vienna. I wasn't invited to that, by the way, and I'm a little I'm a little hurt. I'm a little hurt. 
Okay, so who died today? Who died today? We have 27-year-old Mexican ballad singer Julian Figueroa. Uh, he was uh, the young Mexican singer. He, uh, he was the son of actress Maribel Guardia. And, uh, the, and uh, he was also the son of the late singer June Sebastian. And he died at 27 of a heart ailment. Oh. Okay. All right. Don't look. I didn't say it. I didn't say that. You did. You're thinking it, not me. I didn't say it. The family said it was a heart ailment, okay? Then we have uh, former NHL player Raymond Sawada, 38 years of age. He died during a rec league game. Uh, he was playing the hockey game, and uh, he just dropped over. Huh. Isn't that that's weird that he just dropped over like that? Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, he was 38 years old. He's got a family, and uh, I guess there was some sort of cardiac failure. Huh. Oh, no, look at me. I didn't say it. I didn't. You're the one saying it, not me. Uh-uh. I, you're the one preaching that kind of stuff, not me. I'm just telling you what happened, okay? We also had an execution in Florida. I know. We lost him. We lost him. Louis Bernard Gaskin. 56 pronounced dead at 6 15 p.m on wednesday night in uh, the great state of florida he was also known as the ninja killer back in 1989 uh wow i was living there then i don't know that i remember the old ninja killer uh slaying a couple of uh, visiting the state from new jersey oh maybe that's why i killed a couple from new jersey yeah we don't care uh we did though we do it was just a joke sorry gosh leave me alone okay so when he asked for a final statement gaskin said justice is not about the crime it's not about the criminal it's about the law thank you yeah, appreciate it there killer <laughs> thank you hey we're gonna we're gonna kill you here what do you got to say for yourself justice is not about the crime it's about the criminal. It's I'm sorry. Justice. Hey, this is my last words. Okay, I get to say this the way I want. Justice is not about the crime. It's not about the criminal. It's about the law. Okay, th- thank you, ninja killer. <laughs> okay, so I wonder if he ordered some good food. Okay, so let's see what his last meal was. All right, his last meal included barbecue pork ribs, pork and turkey neck buffalo wings shrimp fried rice french fries and water so he went out on a he went out on a good note man nothing you want more with barbecue pork ribs and pork and turkey neck and buffalo wings and shrimp fried rice and french fries than water man that <laughs> uh, sounds good you know he didn't want something other than water to wash some of that stuff down no he probably wanted to just enjoy the barbecued pork uh simmering around in his throat uh, before they killed him because justice is not about the crime it's not about the criminal it's about the law Ugh. <laughs>
So I'm sitting in my bathroom this morning at 3 a.m. just going through the overnight stories because I'm getting up to uh, come in and do Pat Gray Unleashed on Fridays, which I do, you know, every Friday. I'm up at 3, show starts at 6. You know, it's morning. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm just scrolling on my phone. And uh, I guess my phone let Facebook know that he's up live. And so someone messages me on Messenger saying, good morning, Jeffy. And then uh, I guess they wanted to be this one. They wanted this to be the joke of the day because he texts me on Messenger. Uh, two guys walking to a bar. You figure one of them would have would I've seen it. <laughs> OK, so the actual joke is two guys walk into a bar. You figure one of them would have seen it. But remember the old joke of, you know, it's actually three nuns walk into a bar. One, of you know. Two of them ducked. Okay, so if you're gonna if you're gonna message me at three in the morning, give me a joke I could use. Idea for joke of the day: two guys walking to a bar. You figure one of them would I have seen it? I mean, I get it. I'm with you. I understand, but I'm not really fully awake at three a.m. So, no. So just remember: three nuns walk into a bar. Actually, the joke is, that's not the joke, is it? That's not the joke. I'm trying to think. Two nuns walk into a bar. The third one ducked. That's the joke. That's the joke. I'll write my own stupid jokes. You know what else I watched this morning was uh, the old Sam Kinison bit. Uh, move to where the food is. Hilarious. And what's hilarious is just the buildup to that. Because he's like, yeah, hey, we've been coming out here for 30, 40, delivering you food now for 30, 40 years now. And uh, we just uh, we just kind of think that uh, maybe we should, you know, help you load up the back of these trucks so that you could move to where the food is. I mean, it's just awesome. It's it's really really funny. And I know Sam had some extracurricular activity issues uh, over the years, but uh, great bit. Very very funny man. Okay, so it's Friday. And uh, it's time to play uh, What's the Lie. Now, What's the Lie, uh, you know, we have contestants. And if you, uh, you know, you play and you, it's What's the Lie. It's four headlines. One of them is a lie. And uh, and if you get the right one, you win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. Uh, you can always go to the Talking Sense Facebook group uh, to find the Freshie scent and design for you. But uh, I've stopped. You can, if you want to become a contestant, Email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can direct message me on Twitter if you'd like, at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. And you can uh, you know follow me on uh, YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo, too, uh, at JeffyJFR. That's not free, but I'll do it for you. Cameo's my pimp, and uh, they take a cut. And I'll, you know, I'll do happy, glad, sad, whatever. I'm fine. Uh, however, uh, as of late... And I'd love to, you know, if you want to be a contestant on, on Watch the Live, for sure, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. However, uh, we had an issue that I, was, I realized last week, and I can't, I can't let it stand. I just, I can't. Uh, my Friday producer, Darian, has played What's the Lie multiple times now and has not won one game. Not one! He produces the show. He produces the show. Not once has he said, oh, yeah, that's the that's the lie. And I will not, that cannot stand. 
I, I will not have that. <laughs> I will not let that stand. He will play until he wins. Now he looks at it like, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Can't you, just, can't you just help a brother out and let <laughs> me know which one it is? No. No. You're going to play until you win, and I'm not helping you. All right, it's the game show. This is on the up and up. I could get investigated by the game show authorities if I don't do this on the up and up. So it's Friday, which means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show. What's the lie? What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Welcome to our contestant, Darian. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Jeff. Oh, Still good. a little pissed from last Friday. Are you I'm really? Here. Well, I want, I want you to win. I want you to win. I know sometimes you feel like that's not true, but it is. From the bottom of my heart, I want you to win. Do you? I do. I want to give you a talking sense, Jeffy Blue Freshy. Okay. And I don't want you to have to go to the Facebook group, Talking Sense Facebook group, and pick one out. I want to give one to you. Okay. All right. So are you ready to play? I think. What's the lie? All right. Four headlines. One of them not real. You know. You know the drill. You know the drill. Hit me. All right. Headline number one. Hawaiian Airlines offers to fund any hobby imaginable for pilots who join its team. Headline number two. North Carolina seeks to ban participation trophies for children. Headline number three. FBI arrests January 6th seditious panda. Headline number four. How to find Steve, the elusive cousin of the Northern Lights Aurora. Those are your four headlines. Hawaiian Airline offers to fund any hobby imaginable for pilots who join his team. Headline number two, North Carolina seeks to ban participation trophies for children. Headline number three, FBI arrests January 6th seditious panda. Headline number four, how to find Steve, the elusive cousin of the Northern Lights Aurora. Those are your four headlines, Darian. What is the lie? Number four. Dude, I am so sad right now. No. I want you to win, but no, that's true. Play that. You better play that. Number sad. three. You better play that sad music. Thank you. I want you to win. I'm so bummed for you. Oh, and don't, don't you dare guess number three. Is that what I heard from you? Yeah. Again? All right, we're done. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, I, I, I. Number one. Correct. Uh, but you didn't get it during the game. I mean, I want to give it to you. I, I'm putting the freshie back in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. <laughs> I'm so sad right now.
stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.